we have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's, it's no other way. Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts. Happy New Year and welcome to our first episode of the new year and a Purely Arsenal podcast. All four of us back together again, starting the new year as we mean to go on and with our best performance perhaps under Mikel Arteta so far, so far I want to say, got Michael Harris back with me. Happy New Year, Michael. Happy New Year, Jack, how are you? Good mate, good mate. Any New Year's resolutions other than Arsenal climbing the table? Um, can, I, can I come back to you at the end of the... Oh, I, I threw it at you. <laughs> the New Year's resolutions... Oh, he's got some news. He's got he's some got news, some this news. boy. <laughs> uh, no, another, no. Another, another baby's on the way. Don't you start with that rumor. Uh, don't, don't, Neil. No, don't, don't, don't. don't say that too loud, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, only, I've only got to think it, and it's like, well, where do you come from? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're, I told you you're gifted. You're just so lucky, mate. That is a gift. That is, that is a gift. That is a gift. Uh, I've got Neil Shaw with me as well, Neil. Welcome. I'm good. I'm good. Starters, we, we mean to go on, as I say, 2021 and on route to the title and the quad. The Jesus. Three wins in three, though. We said we're hitting the corner. I do feel like the, the turn is there. James changed out of his pyjamas with a late call-up. James, welcome, James Johnson. Yeah, hi. Yeah, no, um, I know I look like sort of the Messiah and a miracle baby, but uh, no, I haven't had any. There's no miracle conceptions where I am, so I will not be announcing any baby on this podcast. If that's disappointed anybody, I'm really sorry. <laughs> no baby to announce. That we know of. Well, um, you, to have that done, you have to have intercourse. I mean, I'm at tier four. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're following guidelines. That's all you do. I am. I'm very sensible. Yeah, yeah. Once those guidelines stop, oh god, oh, it's oh, the end god, of the world stop. as we know it. But, so yeah. I, I, now we're in tier five, and I've checked here, I've looked here, and. I think this is allowed, so we're okay. Um, but we're, well, we're in a different country. Yes, yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> they don't they have colour tears here. So yeah. We're in purple forever, ah. forever, which means you're, <laughs> you're. If you survive, you've done well. Um, yeah. you you've know, got a distance from bears, let alone people. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I'm more worried about yeah. the animals, to be honest. But um, yeah, exactly. But just, 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 just keep it. Stay in between all, all walls. Never leave ever again. Um, we're here to discuss the four 0 bashing of Blubber Sam's uh, West Bromwich Albion. He did all he could to stop the game at the start. Throughout it, you could see just after half time, he wasn't even watching the game. He was just talking to the fourth official. Wasn't he? And he was saying uh, the the ball's yellow, and we we're, I can barely see it. And they said to Sam, they said uh, it's because your your eyesight's going, mate. You're seventy two, so um, that's why you can't see it. Um, but it was a great game, Mike. Four nil. Um, it was it was a, you know you've got to judge the opposition, but I do want to say you know they they drew with Chelsea at home, they drew with Liverpool away. Um, obviously they are in you know we've got tougher tests to come. But certainly, they just about lost to Tottenham. I think Tottenham scored in the last second at West Brom. They were very lucky. So, they, they, you know, you, you judge the opposition, but also, you know, it doesn't matter who we've played. Performances like this have been really tough to come by. Mike, what do you put... Um, fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic performance, especially the first half. What do you put it down to? I mean, changing personnel is one thing, but do you think it's more than that? It's because we've seen it a little bit over the last three games, in fairness. Yeah, um... 
I think it's, it's a number of things, like, like which was the case when we weren't doing so well. It was a number of things in that aspect as well, with certain players and the and the and the players that he relied upon who were letting him down. I think um, just by having the injection of the youngsters, um, uh, Emil Smith Rowe, and uh, and obviously Saka is what he's done mainly, and Martinelli the game before. Um, the fact that they just they just got this forward, forward momentum. Um, it makes such a difference to the likes of Shaka and, and Danny Sabaris as well. So I, I, I missed the first half. I watched it back after afterwards and saw the second half. Um, and just the difference of having those two kids running, making runs forward, made such a massive difference to, to Shaka's game and, and, and Danny Sabaris as well. I thought he was, thought he was brilliant as well. Um, he, he wins a lot of balls for, for, you know, deceptively, you know, you don't think he does, but he, he, he does win the ball back a few times. And, uh, just having that option um, just t- sort of gave us a different dimension. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, how long we've been saying it, um, you know, get these kids in, you know, give them a chance. And and finally, it seems by um, a bit of, uh, you know, fortune with, with, with the whole, co- you know, uh, COVID situation with William and, and David Luiz, um, you know, I, t- I had to sort of play, play uh, th- those guys, you know, and, and stick with them, which is the key thing, because we all thought William would have come in and start but I think it was James that said um, a couple of months ago he said uh, Arsenal we're, we're going to give someone a hiding and to be fair we were doing a lot of hiding behind the sofa rather than actually hiding on the picture and finally we've done that because he's got the players in which I think James was was, was pointing at having those youngsters in um, and, and having you know definitely Martin Ellie back but Emil Smith-Rowe giving those kids the chances and look at what we've done you know we've turned someone over who like you said went to Liverpool got a point uh, narrowly lost to Tottenham. So I think we see with the results that there's been in the league this year, especially with tonight with Southampton um, turning over Liverpool, you you can't, um, you know, poo-poo any, any type of result in the league this season, especially this season. So that's a fantastic result for us. And, you know, as, as normal on Twitter, you see people, well, well, it was only West Brom and, you know, and this and that. And, you know, you can't enjoy a 4-0 win, you know, do, you know, do me a favour. But, you know, you know, it was, it was the, 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 the personnel in there and you know, Emma Smith Rose, he's, he's playing like he's got 150 appearances for Arsenal. The way he, he the way he was bossing it in the first half and the and the pass that led to uh, led, led to the goal as well to, um, to to the goal. So yeah, you know, long may continue and um, you know I'm sure we will talk about how hopefully we'll we'll sort of have him in cotton wool going forward. But yeah, hope, hopefully um, he'll show you know that he's going to be a massive part going forward uh, for the club. And you can't forget, I mean, with Smith Rowe, there was talk, I don't know if it was within the club, but there was quite strong talk from relatively reliable sources about a month ago that he might be loaned out again. And it seems so ridiculous now. So credit to Arteta for, I like you, I wonder if it was forced and if it would have happened if William was fit against Chelsea and if Aubameyang was fully fit, would we have seen that sort of youthful front three or four? Um, but, but in fairness to him, since then, I think he's had no choice, to be honest, but he, he stuck with him. And, and, you know, especially against West Brom, he could have tweaked it more. He only made one tweak to Martinelli, which was, I think, understandable because he's coming back from a longer term knee injury as opposed to um, Smith-Rowe, who's had a few little shoulder niggles and groin niggles and things like that, and been back longer, by the way, in, in sort of under-23 football. And um, and obviously the, the Ceballos um, inclusion was quite understandable when he had a relatively poor game against Brighton, but just to rotate that sort of, that 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 two in there, um, so I thought that was really understandable. But um, 
Neil, what, what do you, I mean, the, the first, let's go players and talk about them within the game because um, there, there was so many good performances in this game. Of course, I can't forget that Sam, I mean, he, there is no question, Sam Allardyce, this was the game that he was looking at when he first got the job. I, I, I truly believe that. He spoke about us, wasn't he? He couldn't wait to get a dig in, spoke, spoke about us, but, you know, um, being relegation battlers. Um, and now he's gone in this post-match interview, said, no, oh, no, I didn't say that when there's literally direct quotes from him saying it. He also, he's also blamed, uh, he voted Brexit and then he's blaming Brexit for not being able to sign anyone, which is even, the, the irony is fantastic with that one as well. But um, he's, a, he's, he's a laugh a minute, that one. But um, Neil, just get, get your point. Let's, let's start with um, one player who's early part of the game. I thought in the early part of the game, we started front foot, like Mike said, which is something we've been lacking so often to start front foot and I, th- I hope that sort of shone a light in Mikel Arteta's eyes in how easy the game can become if you start front foot and it works out for you uh, I thought Saka was brilliant from the start I actually got really upset when Orba missed them um, the, the the diving chance because I think he I think any striker should be putting that away to be honest and I thought Aubameyang was better in this game but I watched it again and again and I cannot work out how he missed that ball it was a great ball in by Saka but Saka's just a ludicrous talent and we've got a couple of questions on his value and things like that Neil Kieran Tierney um, comes out in short sleeve t-shirt shorts I'm moaning about it because I think he's going to get injured and turns out he has his best game of his of his Arsenal career but 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 what can you say about a really old school kind of left back, Neil? I feel you know I, I liken him to like the old school sort of Nigel Winterburn. He's he's no frills, but what an individual goal and what a four created chances in the game. A man of match performance, Neil. What can you say about him, really? Where do you start with him? Hey, he's uh, definitely old school. He's definitely hard. He's a no nonsense player, as you say. Very old school. Um, yeah, that they're, they're very. There's a lot of uh, people already uh, shouting out the likeness between him and. And Winspan and even even talents, his talents almost echoing what we had with Ashley Cole at his prime as well when he played for Arsenal. He's just a sensational player, isn't he? And I, and I I still think he should be captain even at his age. I think he'd do a better job than Aubameyang is. I know a lot of people are, uh, are kind of defending Aubameyang and, and and saying that you know don't you know get off his back. Every stri- every good striker has a poor run of form. But I just think that I'm, it's not that I'm questioning. I just don't think he should be captain. I just think it should be given to a player further back in the field. Um, and, and, and I think Aubameyang will soon find his form again. Once he scores that first goal, he'll be up and running, I'm sure. So, but Tierney, my goodness me. I mean, that goal just, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the goal, but it just epitomized everything about him. I think he's the one player, um, Along with Saka, of course, but I think he's he's one of the players that has has tried his heart out, even when we were going through really bad times. Um, and I know his game regressed a little bit, but you can't blame him for that when nothing else was happening on the pitch. He's the kind of player like the Sackers, like the Emil Smith Rose, that want to drive forward, that are influencing the rest of the team. That we've got no choice. These players are going forward, they're bombing forward, they're trying to get ahead of the play. We've got runners around Lacazette, which is suiting his player. We've got a number ten, which is suiting Lacazette again. And I think Tierney is the epitome of one of those three players that are doing that. Um, and I, I just think he's undroppable. I think he's uh, he's a stalwart. He, he's 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 got leadership qualities. And the way he made that defender look so stupid, he'd done him twice. And bear in mind, that goal was scored with his weaker foot. And what a goal it was. That's his, that's his weak foot. And just, it's unstoppable, wasn't it? And um, I was watching the breakdown and uh, Adrian Clark and the guy who was hosted was, was liking it with uh, Winston's goal against Win- Win- Wimbledon that he scored. 
and they were like comparing the two. Um, and uh, he said, and I think quite rightly, Adrian Clark said, while Winterben's shot was probably better, because he really, you know, went through the get him hit that ball through his laces. But he says the whole build-up play with Tierney's, it was just, a, it was just a fabulous individual effort. But it wasn't just that. That is just the epitome. That one example is how his display not only echoed throughout this game, but I think it has done quite consistently throughout the season. And you, if you remember when he first started before his injury, he was looking really good. He was linking up so well with Martinelli. His crosses are, are on point. And it's nice that we've got the balance now with Saka on the right and him on the left. And we've got crosses coming in from both directions because we've always kind of felt that one side is slightly stronger than the other. And Arteta, I know you were saying that, you know, you, you give him his dues because he's been kind of forced to make these changes. But one change that he has made without force is putting Saka on the right. And I think it suits him perfectly. I think we've got great balance. And here's to going forward. Yeah, and in fairness to Arteta with that, and I, I give him credit because I've given him pelters, um, that was something that he really decided to do even last season. And it didn't work a couple of times and we, we weren't really keen on it. And then I think he did it against Wolves away and, and, and maybe we started to see something from it. He was filtering out to the right a little bit in Wolves away. I think Pepe was playing too. But And then Leicester at home was the one that I really remember where he created that goal from Aubameyang for the first 45 minutes uh, where we were really, really good in that in that game. And then he's gone back to it again. I want to get to Saka um, as well, because I, I do think he it's between him and him, him and Tierney for, for man of the match. What we also have to remember with Tierney, James, is um, he's not really played left back that much because we've been playing in a three and he's played left centre back since December. He's, he's has the most creations out of any left back in the league in terms of creative chances. Since the start of the season, he has 20 creative chances, 21 to Andy Robertson, 22 to Concello at um, Man City. But again, he's been playing left centre back for about half of this season minimum. So you have to you have to look at those chance creations and say what would it be if he was actually playing left back for the whole whole time. So I think he'd been fantastic. I thought he had a little drop off a few weeks ago where he just almost looked tired because he's he, he's like Martinelli, isn't he? Just he's all or nothing, isn't he? There's one pace and one pace only, and he goes both ways and he's non-stop. But his celebration, James, was really interesting. He just he just looked like he was so elated to contribute to to the team like that. Um, and Arteta alluded to what Neil said that, you know, he's basically captain material. If it was up to Arteta, he probably would be able to change it, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, um, do you know, the, the guy was agged off before the game even began because he obviously, like most people that are Glaswegian, watched the derby in the morning slash early afternoon, saw the result and he was full of rage because uh, I think Celtic pretty much, I think they're 22 points behind now. So I think it's pretty much, a, I can't see, if Gerard slips that one up, then uh, there really is cause for concern with the guy. But, um, yeah, so he was probably full of piss and vinegar at that, losing that, uh, watching that result. And, um, yeah, I like the fact that he had the audacity to just go, do you know what, I can easily slot one of you in, but I'm smashing this, I'm hitting this, and I'm hitting it hard, and I'm hitting it into the net. And it was just sort of a, you know, war cry sort of celebration, wasn't it? With all the snow and everything, he sort of looked like... Uh, <laughs> one of the people out of Game of Thrones or something. It was he, he just climbed Everest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite a, quite a celebration. Um, no, he's he's a class player. I mean, um, yeah, I've I've been critical of some of his performances. I think he's been a bit 
lacklustre. But when you're in and you're out like that, you know, when you're centre back one week and you can't really create, and then you're asked to create, and so when the roles vary, it's sort of hard. But it's been nailed back four for quite a while now. I know we've slipped back into the five in some of the games, but majority of it's been a back four, which everyone who when we signed him knew the qualities that he had and everything else. And I, I mean, um, you talk about the weak foot as well, Neil. Yeah, that's a skill. But at the same time, he, he has scored goals like that for Celtic for years. He, he has scored better goals from this, like 30, 40 yarders and smashed them top bins and everything. So he's got yeah. it in his locker. I mean, he's took a few, was it Leicester last season or someone? He had a crack from quite far out and they just tipped it over the bar. Or it hit the bar. Yeah, he's had a couple. He's had a couple. He scored one other goal for us, but I can't remember it for the life of me. But he has scored Mm. once before. Was it Europa League? He scored. It might have been because I don't remember it. So yeah, Yeah, but um, no, he's he's a top he's a top tier player. Like, uh, and the thing is, is we everyone else like I think you know Mike, you alluded to it earlier. Everyone else gets a lift from the injection of all these because he did the interview with BT before the game. And he was just saying, like, oh, you know, me and the kid. I'm like, well, you're not old yourself, mate. And he's like, yeah, me and the kids are doing. But um, but just so experienced, isn't it? Yeah, but it, yeah. do you know what I mean? They all just sort of lift everybody. I mean, um, you, you you said about Saka now. Um, what, what more can you what more can you say about the? You know, I, 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 I said it last season. The guy can piss through a cheerio and not get it wet. You know, he's he's so skilled. I mean, it's really it's just everything that he does. Yeah. He's, he's just brilliant in every single way. I don't, I, I mean, I was going, I, I want to rest him. I was worried. I was like, don't play him in this, especially when I saw the snow and the ground and everything. I thought, well, oh, don't risk him in this because, and I've said it before and um, I hate repeating myself, but Michael Owen, you know, I'm not comparing him with players before people jump in and go, oh my God, they're totally different. Michael Owen played too often in too many high risk games. And then when he got to the age of 29, 30 and everything else, he was ruined. He was absolutely ruined. Well, shit. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of them. But Michael Owen's the main one that sticks out in my head. Yeah. And I look at Sack and I'm like, you've got to man it so... Yeah, well, I had a discussion. Sorry, I had a discussion no, about that before the game, and everyone said he got rest sack. And I was like, I just looked at the fixtures, and I was like, we've got literally a full week, and I actually think we should rest him for the cup. And I was like, oh, I'd really like it. I think I thought it, it, we really need him. It was so that right-sided berth has been such a problem for us. Yeah. Yeah, really and um, lo and behold, Logic told you just play the guy that can play everywhere there, and and it'll work. But also, what we saw in this game was, um, and I want to get Mike's thoughts on the second goal, and I'll come back to you, James. But um, I, I mean, you can talk about it for as long as you like, Mike. But um, <laughs> um, it, it's really an Arsenal like well ever since Wenger. Really, that, that's an Arsenal like goal, and it does give you so much more pleasure to see goals like that. And and when it when it's coming from all your your, your youth players that have been with the club since they were, you know, eight, ten years of age. I think it gives you even more satisfaction in a way. I mean, I'm sure, like all of us, you're jumping out your seat for it. But it's a fantastic goal, Mike, wasn't it? Yeah, um, goal made from uh, Hayland, I think. Um, yeah, it, it, I think was it James? You said that it wasn't featured on um, goal of the month or something. That that goal was it? No, he's on one against he's one against Chelsea. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And, yeah. and that one as well. And that yeah. as well. That's a joke. That's an unbelievable yeah, but, joke. But yeah, just just brilliant. Just um, the movement, the confidence, you know, the people moving in the right direction. Um, even the, the, the little bits that 
uh, again, Emil Smith Rowe did. Just that pass, you know, just having someone in that position. I think you said in the last uh, last pod, uh, you guys said just having somebody there, you know, who's going to be, you know, who's just going to make the opposition think and and make our, our you know, you know, Lacazette think. You know, Lacazette's been re- been reborn now. Just having that person in that sort of radius around him. Um, but a brilliant goal. Um, the, the, you know, I think they talk about being a third man run. You know, you know, Saka making that run as soon as he's he's, he's given it back. You know, that, um, uh, sorry, like I said, made that run. You know, Saka's just gone. You know, and it's just it's just simple. It's just effortless. And um, you know, uh, you know, long may it continue. Uh, but again, you know, we have to make sure we treat these guys. You know, wrap them in cotton wool. Um, you know, Saka, you know, as well, you know, especially him, you know, again, he's another, you know, he, he's playing like a veteran, isn't he? The way he's picking up the ball and just making, you know, these deep, deep runs. And again, that chance he created for, uh, for, for, for Aubameyang, you know, um, just amazing. Something you can watch over and over again. But, um, and I think again, it's just that having those, you know, we, we said, um, Danny Sabias and and, and uh, Jacker aren't the right guys in there, and and they'll eventually be replaced. But it just shows you the different, you know, the, the the mindset of the team. Just having players in there with that mindset who just want to go forward and express themselves. Um, and and yeah, I, I I think it's got to the point now that whatever Arteta thinks or whatever William does, he, he can't he can't chuck these guys back in because they've let him down so much they have to earn earn it so when they get their 20 minutes or get their 30 minutes whatever or, or get their chance in a, in, a, in a cup game against Newcastle possibly they have to you know you know deliver you know serious performances to even consider taking the places of these guys because for me those guys are, are first teamers they, they 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 hold they hold the keys now so um, and he knows that he knows everyone said that because how can you justify it you put these kids in they turn the corner you put all that emphasis and, and, and rely, you know, that faith in those senior guys, and they let you down. You know, you can't, you can't put put it back in the face of these these kids who who've done the business for you. So, um, yeah, it's just amazing goal, Jack. Amazing goal. Another another caveat I'll add to that is is that the kids that are all coming in, and um, I sort of disregard Martinelli because he was a new signing, but he's just a ge- he's just generational anyway, in my opinion. But they all are like intrinsically in sync with each other when they play. Whereas Willian, who's come in, even though he is new, he's got no telepathy with any of them. Apart from in that Fulham game, where he was, yeah, he was sensational, man. man. But since that Fulham game, it's like, obviously, yeah, he is new, but it's like he's not even played football before he's come to us. It's just, he's got no link with none of them. And all the teams are all just together, aren't they? Like, they know what they're doing. It's like that. It's like FIFA teams, isn't it? It's like the chemistry. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah. The, he'd, have, he'd have a red line, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he through really, the green line. Yeah, he's through the line. green lines, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. It's no. It, they're all just. It's. It's. It was like watching Arsenal of old, like you say, and Dennis Burkamp, Perez, Lumber. They knew where to run because they knew before Dennis Burkamp even has the ball, he's going to make the next move. He's just a master, and. Um, you know, in the lockdown, I've been watching a load of my old school wrestling, and I've been watching a lot of Brett the Hitman Hart, who was oh, called the, he was the excellence of execution. That is, that is Emil Smith Rowe. Emil Smith Rowe is the excellence of execution. That guy, I mean, all you Ozil stands, you know, he's got more assists in one game right now under Arteta than he has at the whole time that he played under us. So you can all back off now. 
because there's there's the new number ten in here now, and he ain't going, he ain't moving until we sign another one. Yeah, <laughs> which we hope we do. Yeah. And we, we had, we're going to get to the transfer window stuff where we, where we had that discussion. But the, the, I think the question here, Neil, with the youngsters is um, Saka's already, I think, is already, I'm touching wood here, but has proved, um, which is the hardest thing for a youngster, his ability to be consistent, right? I mean, you talk about 18, 19, 20-year-olds, you get performances from them, but do you get the consistent performances from them? And my argument for Saka being elite was, I think in the last year, he's been incredibly consistent. Even when he's played left wing back or right wing or left, I think he's had obviously as the odd, odd bad game, but in terms of a senior player, a compare, he has been our probably our most consistent attacking outfield player. And I think it's really hard to argue with that. The argument then though, Neil, is can Smith throw and maybe Martinelli, can they be as consistent as they have been over the last sort of a, two or three games? Certainly someone like Smith Rowe, who's been, who hasn't played a lot of football because of injury. And we know his talent, and, and if, you, if you didn't know his talent, um, or people didn't, they're seeing it already. He was the trigger for that second goal. The ga- Bellerin did great, but the, the game was at, at walking pace, and then click, he went, and he's the trigger, and he follows his run. Whereas someone like Mesut Ozil currently, even if he makes that first pass, he would stand still. I know he would stand still. Two years ago, Mesut Ozil probably wouldn't. But he makes that first ball, Mesut Ozil would not follow the run. He would not follow follow it i know he wouldn't and uh, i think that's different but uh, yeah my question neil is can we get the consistency out of three youngsters like we've got out of um one in Saka? and i think that's the biggest challenge isn't it yeah absolutely just touching on ozil there i think where he did follow up his ones that's when he was playing out of his world you know there's a few two course, few yeah. odd games where he was amazing that's when he was running and that's i think the with smith row he's just fast and he's quick and he doesn't hold onto the ball very long. He just thinks very quickly and he moves it very fast. Um, and, and, and I think that's the key to the success of getting ahead and helping Lacazette. I think Lacazette is the unsung hero of, of, of that match, to be fair. Um, I think he, he deserves uh, some accolades as well. But with the youngsters, I don't see why not, Jack. I really don't. I think Emil Smith Rowe, certainly, the only concern is, but then I guess that's with any consistent players, is the worry of injury, especially with players coming back from injury. But like you alluded to earlier, with the Smith Rowe, it might be a little bit different um, as opposed to an injury, say, where, where you've, you've had a bad leg injury, I guess. So I don't have that worry. Um, I don't think we should overplay him at the same time. And that's why I think, you know, this question of maybe getting another AM in or who's more senior might be the answer. But like we said on the last pod, I wouldn't want that to curtail his chances. If we can balance them and he gets a good run of games, because I think we haven't seen the best of him by far. I think he's going to get better. The only way he's going to get better is with game time. So that's that's the dilemma I think Arteta's got now. Yeah, I can get another AM in to help him and take the load off him. But then if that AM shines from day one and becomes like, oh my God, he's amazing. Where, how does he play it? That's the, that's the only conundrum for me. Martinelli, again, I think his only issue is going to be how much faith Arteta has with Aubameyang. Now for me, I What do you think, think about Aubameyang in this game, Neil, if you just want to give me a little bit of an opinion? I, I think he was better, like you said, but I still don't think he should be starting or he shouldn't be playing the full game because the main thing with him is scoring goals. You said it yourself, how many times? You don't think he's a great footballer, but he's a great finisher. Moment, that part of his game is gone. He's not finishing. So where does that leave him? He's, he might have got into a few positions a little bit better and stuff, but like for that example, that first chance where 
Suck, and by the way, credit uh, Sabias. That was one of the be- best passes I've seen for ages. The one that actually he kicked it up the field and uh, Saka collected it. So well done, Sabias, for that one. But I think he's lacking so much confidence. It's untrue. He's off form and he's lacking confidence. And you saw, I think the only difference I saw in this game is he was so disappointed when he missed a couple of chances where I think in previous games, he's almost like without being crude, he didn't give a shit. It was almost like, I've just lost interest. But I think now that he's seeing all the other players starting to up their game, especially Lacazette, because him and Lacazette are good pals and he's seeing his mate score now and getting a bit of the limelight. And I think he actually did care that he missed those chances. But I still feel... Martinelli deserves more game time. I think it would be criminal if he doesn't get a chance um, against Newcastle. I think he needs to start. And I think Aubameyang's got to work his way from the bench to start. And I think only by that, the same thing with the same logic that I've said about Emil Smith-Rowe, I think we will see consistency as long as they get a chance. For me, the four key players now are Tierney, Saka, Smith-Rowe and Martinelli, in terms of the youngsters, if you like. And then obviously we've got uh, Partey and Gabriel coming back. I mean, it, it, it sounds quite formidable when you think about it. Um, and as I said, I think I think he's got the balance right between the two youngsters on either side. So, yeah, and and he stuck I, with it and, and, and fairness. And I, I do think you know I understood the Martinelli uh, switch for for this game. And Abamia, I think contributed quite well to the third goal, fourth goal, where Tierney crossed it in for Lacazette. I think it might have been the fourth. I'm trying to get in the third and fourth mixed up. But um, but I, I saw a little bit more from him. But like you. Um, I, I expect. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting. I'm still expecting more from Aubameyang. I don't think I quite see the work rate that I was seeing towards the latter stages of last season, and I think that's my issue. If you're not scoring, and you're captain, you, 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 you're giving everything. And um, they said great um, on the Tuesday Club podcast. They called it joiner inners, didn't they? And they, I think maybe James mentioned it on the on the last one, and he said he, he said we got we got too many joiner inners, and at the moment that's what Abamyang strikes me as. Is he going to be there when everything's going perfectly, and and now he can join in? Well, captain wise, your 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 biggest player, you know, your highest pay player. Not that that's down to him, but I I think we sh- we, we have a right to expect a little bit more from him, and if he's not doing it, like you said. Um, you know, sh- should he really be on for the full 90? I'm not sure. In this game, no problem. We'd won the game. It, it, it was fine. And trying to, to to get him a goal makes absolute sense because of the, the rut in a way that he's in. And um, I think I think that's understandable. But but like I said, the joiner inners, if they're senior players, that, that worries me more because the, 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 those you'd expect that maybe more from youngsters, but those are the ones that are really pulling, pulling us through our hardest period that we've we've seen for some time, you know, and I, I agree. We'll get back to the transfer stuff on Smith Rowe because I think, I, I, you know, I think he's fantastic, but I, I, I don't want it to be, he's not doing it today. Who are we going to bring on? Um, Willock, because I don't think it's fair on Willock because I don't think Willock's there. Um, he's not at that level. Technically, we know that, right? And a lot, this is where I get the issue with, um, you've got to give youngsters time. And I do agree with that to a certain degree, but look how quickly you see it in youngsters that are really good. Like Saka, how, how how long did it take for us to know he was great or could be great? Well, it was probably the first game against Frankfurt, wasn't it? And we were going, who's this bloke? Right, like, like that. Do you know what I mean? Smith Rose had six, seven starts for Arsenal. 
we already know. We already knew before the last three. You know, Willock has had sixty games for Arsenal. So I'm just uh, my, my argument is, and it's I don't think it's fair on Willock because I don't I don't think we should have been putting him in that position anyway. And and I think I think he's probably a player. He's crying out for for a loan where he plays every week centrally. Um, because I, I do think that, and it's a, we should, I shouldn't be being harsh on Willock, certainly in this game, because it's not really, and he did come on, and I, uh, but, but, um, just, just, um, Lacazette, Mike, just, uh, I said in the last pod that I think he could be key or the most key senior player. I'm not including Leno, uh, um, so outfield senior player. Um, till the end of the season. Arteta spoke today and they asked him about contracts and he said, we're not discussing it until the end of the season. I think that's fantastic. Don't even mention it. No matter how good or bad, he don't even think about it because it's going to be trigger in his mind. I'm 30 years old or I'm about to be and I've got one more contract in me and the better I play, the better chance it is that I, I get the wage or whatever from this club or from yeah. another club. And I think it could be really key. But is it now, Mike, looking at it, is it almost... Is it fair to say that whether we should start Aubameyang or not is a debate? Is it fair to say that centrally we can't start him at this point, the way we're playing with this front four? And it has to be a type of player like Lacazette because he almost is a connector. And and I, I, I've never seen that from Aubameyang, that type of player. Or am I being harsh? Maybe it will change. No, I, I think you're right. I don't think I think he's undroppable now. If he if he keeps playing like that, and you know, and and he's linking the play like he like he is. And he's getting on the end of the chances, you know, even, even the one, I can't remember if it's the third or fourth one where it just dropped, it dropped, you know, the guy almost scored their own goal and then it went to him, which we throw, wanting him to score and he didn't. And then it went, you know, and it just was there. If you look, if you look at the replay, <laughs> at no point is Lacazette moving. He's just standing there watching it. It's like, it's like us just watching the game on the, on the, on the park. But he's like, oh, the ball's dropped there, bang, you know, so he didn't even move. So, that's falling his way as well. So at the moment, Jack, no, he's undroppable. You know, you know, you you, you can't drop these guys who have played integral parts for you to you know, to turn the corner. You know, three wins out of three. You know, you, you know, we said you know, at the, at the uh, before we started the weeks long uh, time in football. Last time I was on the pod, I think we were, we were talking about relegation. I had uh, about three few bottles of rum next to me, ready to to you know not not sleep and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm, you know, I've got the, I've got the, the, the top on and I'm buzzing. You know, thinking, oh look, you know, we're gonna do the quad, like Neil says. You know, so you can't you can't you know um, mess with that. You know, as like I say, you're still it, drinking it, it, that rum. <laughs> I'm drinking something, mate. I don't know what it is. Getting that blue drink. It looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if it, 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 if it, if it ain't broke. You know, and all that. But these guys have come in. You know, the kids have come in, and Lacazette has shown. You know, and he's he, he backed it with goals. But you know, we're we're I think in, in this in this age of, of football fans, you know, where we, we look at oh, if they scored, that that's it. You know, you know, we, we it's all about goals. You know, when Zaka first came, you know, he banged in two goals in his first couple of games. We were talking about he was like the next best thing since Socrates or whatever it was. And then once the goals didn't, didn't dried up, and we saw what he was like, well, ooh, is he is he really that good? So sometimes goals gloss over things and or, or what you actually feel of a player. But you can see with Lacazette, yes, he's the goals and he's he's been a, a elite goal scorer, you know, for, for years at Leon, whatever. But it's his, his link play, and and I think you know, like Neil said, I watched the breakdown as well, and you can see um, Adrian Clark emphasised. His first touch just seemed to be, you know, you know, magnetic against West Brom. He, he, he just literally opened everything up for us, and he's, that's that's where he's got to play, Jack. You know, um, not this false ten, which which um, Arteta tried earlier. He's got to be 
that that man at the top at the spearhead, and you could see he was he was he was doing doggies. He was chasing the ball down as well because he's got it back. He's got his his mojo back, and um, you know, Aubameyang if he does play, he's got to be on the left hand side. And I think he had a better game. He was more interested, you know, he was more involved than he was the last couple of games, and that could be to do with the fitness. You've got to remember that he was out for a couple of games, and maybe he's just trying to get his fitness back because you know when you hit that. The age and everything, you know, things do drop off and take a little bit longer to, to, to get back again. So maybe that's what it is, but he did look a bit more interested than he, than he had been in the last couple of games. So, um, well, we'll see. It'd be interesting to see what the lineup's going to be against Newcastle if he does play in that, because maybe Arteta wants him to play to maybe get a goal or something. I don't know. But, um, no, Lacazette is, is undroppable, mate. Absolutely. Those finishes, you know, how many times have we watched Lacazette in the, in, the, in recent weeks? Where balls like that, easier balls, you know, the one against Leicester, for example, and he's just missed it entirely or he scuffed it. And they look like easy finishes, but they're easy finishes because he's confident now. And he, and also he's saving a lot of energy. He's not having a drop D. He's not doing two roles anymore, playing one role, which is the role we signed him to play, to be honest. You know, there was always the argument about Aubameyang left and, and central, but there was never, ever the discussion about a false 10 of Lacazette. I mean, I, I think, you know, that, that, was, that wasn't that was right we, and we shouldn't have been planning that way, or at least temporarily. Scoring goals away as well. This is his best run, yeah. I think, of scoring goals in away games. So. And that was a huge that's, issue before the yeah, Wolves game last exactly, season, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly, yeah. and that's another, that's another reason why you can't, you can't drop the guy. I mean, no. the, the fourth, the fourth goal, um, like Michael said, yeah, it's it's class because the guy nearly scores an own goal. He gets one full pelt in the dick, didn't he, from Smith and then he can see he can see straight after. So yeah, it was, it was a it was a good finish, but it was hilarious watching the calamity of it all. I thought, yeah, it's great. That wasn't poor it? guy, that poor guy. I was like, Smith Smith Rowe should have scored it, but uh, yeah, he whacked the full pelt in the dick. I can't wait for Sam Allardyce to get relegated. It'd be absolutely fantastic. But other than he'll quit before. Yeah, proper quitter. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'll he'll do something like he did for England when he get found out for seeing some sort yeah. of dodgy deal. Yeah, um, but um, but yeah, I agree on like a seven goals in ten starts and amazing what a few games do to. Um, I, I don't want to keep going back to it, but I, th- I think it was poorly managed when he had three and three and we dropped him um, with a team so poor, so struggling to get goals and you dropped the guy that got all three of them, irrespective of how he got them. Um, I, I don't think you can put a price on a confident striker that's done it in the past, right? This isn't a kid that's coming in and we don't really know what his potential is. There, there is a lot of evidence to suggest Lacazette can be quite prolific. Well, I'm not saying Thierry Henry prolific, but I'm saying, you know, he's a 15 to 20 goal a season striker when he's on form. That is that there is evidence to say that. So when he's on form, dropping him, which was unnecessary for me, um, I, I found very strange. Um, just before um, we do the fans' questions, um, I wanted to touch on two. Well, one player, um, the midfield, the midfield um, partnership. Um, James, are you of the opinion that Party walks back into this team, even though that we're on a three-game winning streak? Um, but are you of the opinion that it's quite hard to say who for this game was a game really for Danny Ceballos? The whole game was ahead of him. There was no speed in transition. The one chance they had was was from a poor. I think a poor um, sort of fall to the ground from Granite Jacko, in my opinion. Maybe the one on Lacazette was a foul, but I thought Granite 
didn't need to fall when he had the ball at his feet and they got a chance from that. But in terms of Ceballos, this is exactly the type of game that he wants. Games ahead of him, his weaknesses aren't exposed in terms of his transition going backwards. And he, I think he was the second most creative player in this game with three chances created. Um, I would like to see Party Ceballos in the FA Cup because I don't think I've really seen it that much. But um, James, I mean, is it literally Party plus one though? Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. When we signed him, he was better than any player we already had in the squad. So he walks yeah, back the guy, in. The, yeah, the guy, the guy's just levels above all of them. So yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely coming back in. Um, I don't know if you've got it as a listener question, so I might keep quiet for a minute. I might do. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun. So I might. I might wait. A what, sec what, what's I... what's what? What were you going to speak on? Well, I was going to say you're asking about the middle. But you'll also have people that will say, will Gabriel walk straight back in? And for that one, I would say no. Yeah, and uh, let me see. I, uh, we might have a question on that. If we don't, we'll that's, come back to it. We'll come yeah, back to it. That's, that's, um, that's, a, that's, that's a hard uh, one. That's a that's hard one. one. I wouldn't cha- that's one yeah. I wouldn't change. But yeah, if you've got it there, then I'll wait. Yeah, because Mari, right? yeah. Mari and Holden have, have, have looked terrific in the last three yeah. games. I think the argument there, that I know, uh, you know, from a lot is... Um, one thing I'd definitely say for Mari is... I wasn't even sure before these three games, like, you know, could he be, is he good enough to be one of a four? And that was just because I haven't watched him, to be honest. Um, um, I'm not sure, but but he definitely looks like he, he he's there. He's definitely right there. And and, and and he's solid and he's trustworthy. Um, the argument from a holding Mari standpoint is, is, is pace, I think. I think that's the argument. And I think in the last three games, they've not really been exposed to pace. So a Palace game, for example, which I think is the next league game, really would. I mean, they got that easy, who's rapid, and Zaha. I mean, that that would really expose them. And I, I think, though I understand your opinion, I think it's very 50-50 on which way Arteta will go. Because I think Gabriel is most likely going to play in the Cup, right? FA Cup. So Mari will probably take a breather there, I presume. You'll probably have Gabriel and Luis or I something. Don't, like I don't that. know because I haven't seen any pictures of him. And second to that is how quickly can you really recover from? Oh yeah, you know, we don't know was, if there's any external yeah, effects. Was, we also don't yeah. know if he had any symptoms whatsoever. We just know he was exposed. And if his Instagram's anything to go by, yeah, they, they, yeah, I don't know what kind of quarantine he was going through because he's with someone else every tested, day. They confirmed he tested positive, though, didn't they? He did. You know, he had it. Yeah, but he, but yeah. but. He's done with the 14 day quarantine now, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, so I'm pretty sure he should be. Maybe we we'll see something in the next day or two, whether he's back in training. If yeah. not, though, of course, um, you know, you, you know, maybe Mari would start because Luis would take that right sided berth. I just, I, when I watch Mari, I look at him and then I know, I know Murtasaka divided a lot of opinions, but Murtasaka had this intelligence of reading and mm. where he didn't have the pace. Okay, there's that game against Chelsea where Diego Costa and he just lumped him, didn't he? Because he knew he was never going to get there. Yeah. But um, Mari's got it in the fact where he's like he he reads it so well, and him and um, holding in the air both games have been absolute, especially from set pieces, which we're still the best in the league at. But yet people still bash Arsenal. Well, oh, you can't defend set piece. I'm like, we've conceded from two. Like, have a, have, give your head a wobble. But the Brentford but guy. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, but the the last couple of games, them two have been imperilous when they're headed. They've been fantastic together, heading the ball out and stopping the danger. So I wouldn't change that, regardless of how great I think Gabriel is. And we all know how great he is because he's one player of the month. What was it? I, 
You know, so they were sharing that meme of Michael Jordan with all the trophies on his own crying. <laughs> they said that'd be Gabriel at the end of the season with all of his player of the month. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. he'll probably win it even though he's not been playing. I think it's just except it's just the Gabriel yeah. award. It's interesting. Think. I mean, no one would have thought Gabriel going out for to, and we'd question mm. him walking back into the team because he'd probably mm. be our best player, right, alongside yeah. Saka. So that yeah. it's just amazing how um, things can quickly change as well. Yeah, you know, it's quota. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, let's do some. Uh, I mean, fantastic performance. If there's anyone else you want to touch on, but I think we've got some questions that might. Leno was fine. Didn't the game. About him, uh, Leno, no, he's been terrific. Yeah. yeah, and I know people, you know, are hitting no, me with silly the old Emmy Martinez one. So, yeah. No, no, he's looked very solid. I like it. And it's nice to see him not so busy, to be fair to him. I mean, you know, he takes some pelters, doesn't he, over the, yeah. over the years? Emmy well, we don't have to talk about him. He's had a good game. Yeah, exactly. That's what you say with a goalkeeper for sure. But um, inside Arsenal, um, Mike, I think this might be a little bit harsh, but um, no, he actually rephrases it inside underscore Arsenal. Um, Aubameyang, considering his current lack of form, age and high wages, do you think we could be tempted to sell him if a half decent offer came in? If so, what would that offer need to be? Wow. Um, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> What is he? Is he thirty-one? Um, I don't know. Probably, you know, something in the range of 30, 30 upwards. I think for, for someone like him. But that that you're looking at a contract and and what he's got left and what he's getting paid and everything as well. So I'd say thirty plus. But you know, um, I I don't know. I, I I'm a, I'm a bit. I think it is the injury that he's had. But I I, I wouldn't be surprised if something's something's turned or he's had a little bit or something's miffed him because for him to drop his head like that so so bad so much in such a bad way um and as captain and the fact that he hasn't been coming out and speaking out after the games and other people have um i don't know what that's about and it that goes right back to the tottenham um interview you know i mentioned their name so i've put a quid in um but even he you know the way he that he they dragged he almost like they it was against his will. He just did not want to do that. Um but uh, but no, hopefully, you know, with with the way Blackett is playing and if he gets him scoring again, um he'll become, you know, the the Yang that we know and love. Obviously led the last season and um but, you know, everyone's everyone's got a price, haven't they? You know, you, you can't say, Oh no, he's 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 not for sale, but you know, you look at you've got to look at his age, well say, you know, thirty thirty and upwards for, for what he's he's capable of doing on a on a good day. But you know, um, if we let him go, I guess it opens the door for um, someone else like Balogun if he decides to stay, which he which he probably won't, or Martinelli to to just um, do the do the business. So yeah. you know, we've got we've, we've got options. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, we've got options. You know, it's not it's not it wouldn't be the end of the world. How many times we've been in a situation? Oh, we're going to let our talisman go. We're going to let our captain go. Oh, crash! What, what what's going to happen? Where you know, you know, you see the newspapers, the, the Arsenal badge, you know. Cracked in half, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, not anymore, mate. That's 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 not happening." You know, the, f- yeah. the future is ha- the future is Hayland. Yeah, I think I think someone made a good point. In you know, we we've got to stop giving big contracts for what players have done. 
rather yeah. giving them for what they're going to do and I think that was a good point I think someone else on another pod made that but I think that's a good point and uh, yeah, the hardest part would be the wages of course because he's on yeah. dramatically high rate wages now so so I think that would be the hardest part but the hope is you know captain hope is he comes back into form but like Neil I think just playing him 90 minutes 90 minutes 90 minutes may not be the best way to get that out of him when you look at someone like Lacazette now he's been handled uh, maybe he needs a little bit of time where he's not starting to, to maybe wake him up and freshen him up a little bit and and and, and change that sort of mindset a little bit. Um, we're getting all the all the pelters for the for, for the elderly in the team. Neil Nick P eighty one should Willie Andy sold this month? I oh, don't no, could I changed it to could sorry because should I think we'd all answer yes. Could is a whole other question. I mean I I don't possibly. I mean, no one's taking it. He's on about 200k a week, isn't he? No one's taking it. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He's part of the furniture. He's done his bit at Chelsea and he's just sitting happy now, isn't he? Yeah. His body language bugs me as much as the latter of Ozil. I mean, it really, even when he came on against West Brom, he he, he walks around like he is the champion. And I'm like, but you've not done any of us. And he made a mistake that could, they could have led to a goal for them as well, straight away. I mean, straight. We, we, we saw this amazing performance on one hand with Saka. He comes on and almost puts a blemish on the whole bloody thing immediately. I thought, no, man, you, you don't belong with this club at the moment. Not the way he's carrying on. You know, one good performance against Fulham is not good enough. It's just not. No. And, he's just been a pass- and he's just been a passenger. He's on high wages. He's a bloody passenger. I didn't want to put a bad man against that passenger bracket because I think it's hard, a bit unfair. But Willian, definitely, definitely at the moment, the way the way the others are playing have, have started to play rather. And I know he, yeah. he's not going to go anywhere. That's the thing. But if, if 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 we could sell him, please, please get rid of him, get him off our wages, because I really do fear he's going to be another Ozil, and that's going to yeah. cripple us again financially. Yeah. There's no point getting rid of the Kalasinaches and the Socrates and the Mustafis if then you got him on whatever he's on and just sitting pretty. What's the point? Got to stop, got to stop making these these kind yeah. of short term decisions i think really but um um at 11 kaga um thank you nick for that letter kaga gellos um asked was this our best performance under arteta other than the two maybe alongside the two nil home win against united i think we all agree it probably was most shots most shots on target obviously opposition taken into account but uh, i think it really really was overall and you got you can't got forget the conditions got really bad in the second half it kind of limited a good footballing side or desire from that side to, to want to play um james um, Andres Trevino at Dre Dog 8 thank you Andres um, should Martinelli start over Aubameyang next game love Aubameyang to death but his body language is ter- terrible especially with Tierney and that link up um, would you start him the next game I presume he means next league game because the cup game is so hard to judge who's going to play yeah ne- next next league game uh, no but definitely this weekend yeah 100% yeah, and then depending on what he does, got to play, got to play him this weekend. It's it, Neil. Neil alluded to it in the last one. It's the trophy that he won us pretty much last year, and um, he just needs he just needs to get the thing. The thing is, is everything's down for him because it's the finishing. And when he, like you said, when he's not on form and he's not prolific, what does he offer? Well, next to nothing. So he, all of his lateral movement and everything is coming back. He's slowly coming back. But it's just the finishing and the goal scoring. Because, I mean, that one that you alluded to earlier, the one that Saka laid on for last season, he's burying that. And I don't know if it's more confidence. I don't know if it's there's something there or whatever. I'd, I'd love to sit and chat to him and ask him. 
because I'm, I'm dying to know how you can just mentally drop off from such a high to how he is now. Because I'm all fascinated by psychology in the mind and stuff anyway. So I just, I'd love to know what's going through his head. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely starting the weekend. But no, against Crystal Palace, no way. No, no, no. It's got to be, it's got to be the lacquer sacker of Martinelli, isn't it? Oh, that he was asking about Martinelli. Should Martinelli start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah like I said, yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And um, it'll be interesting to see if he plays against Newcastle, Martinelli, and if he does a big performance there. I mean, got to got to put the question into to Arteta's mind at that point because if you're taking anyone out of the front four at this point, it has to be the captain. And it can't be anyone else. And yeah. you know, in our next I'd, league, I'd like to see Nelson, Pepe, and Aubameyang at the weekend. I think Nelson might be gone. Well, not gone, but um, I think he might be going. And if he is going, um, are we going to risk him? Do you know what I mean? If he's going on loan, if he's going to be part of a Buendia deal, or yeah, I'm not saying yeah, he is, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, because yeah. he's been... Well, if he's a makeshift, he's definitely not going to play. So. Yeah. and, and Because, playing. you know, I mean, we haven't talked about him yet, but the real concern over the weekend is, is, is where's your £72 million player? Um, you're not even not even coming on, and after the performances old um, Steakhouse um, Dubai boy has put in, you know he's still ahead of him. So what what are we looking at there? Because that is a real investment. I mean that is a real investment, and maybe you can get something back on that, but no way near what you what you've invested. So that's um uh, you know if he doesn't start on a weekend, when does he start? You know, um so um Mike um. At Ray G. Fox, um, massive long-standing fan of the podcast. Thanks, Ray. Is holding showing his consistency, his quality with consistency, or, and I kind of added to that, um, what do you think of the, the recent um, contract offer for Rob Holding? There's a lot of mixed feelings on it. What do you feel about it, Mike? And how do you think he's played? Oh, it's been, it's been top draw. Um, you know, he seems to, you know, this partnership with Mari has been really, really good. He's, he's probably taken on the, the, the the sort of the elder statement because really, he's been there longer and played in the most games but I don't think I don't think Holdings ever let us down as such you know he, he's he's when he when he has made a mistake he's always bounces back he, he he's pretty puts his chest out and he and he carries on I've never seen him hide or or, or when a goal goes in he like Mustafi or or Luis you know when a goal goes in they're pointing this way that way oh it's your fault sure. you never see Holding do that Holding just gets on with it and um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a northern lad and everything, you know, he's, you know, he, they're toughed out up there and, you know, he's, he's, he's just, just a matter of fact, you know, straightforward, you know, I think he's been, been great. I think with the, the numbers of, of, you know, in the centre back department that are going to be cleared, you know, between now and, and the summer, he's, he's definitely going to be one of those that we want to keep and he, he, des- he you know, we deserve to keep him on and, and, um, you know, if he's if he keeps on putting performances, like you have got to remember, I mean, he he's uh, Arteta's picked him over David Luiz, especially in the City game, which David Luiz came on, and we saw his face. We had a face like 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 you know, someone pissed on his chips or something like that. You know, so um, and the fact that he was picked on merit over 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 David Luiz, so he's there on on form. And again, you know, he's not let us down. We can talk about the performances he's put in. In the cup finals, um, going back to, to Costa when he was a kid, basically, you know, in the Mertesacker final, and um, you know, I, I, I think he deserves his, his contract. You know, he, he, it's a different scenario to to what you were saying earlier with Lacazette because Lacazette's, you know, he's his last contract as such. So you know, you you, you don't discuss that with, with with holding. He's younger. You know, you get him tied up and tight. You know. And when he starts paying well, then when, you know, Bayern Munich or Real Madrid want to come in from, we, we sell him for 60 million or whatever it was, isn't it? And then you start again. But, um, 
but no, um, I think holding, you know, I, I think he deserves deserves his new contract. And he's been he's been excellent. He's been he's been really really yeah. really and good. Another for us. thing he's to been... say as well is uh, all these people that moan about him because he can't pass and everything. Um, who got the assist for Tierney's goal at the weekend? Rob Holding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't Pink, remember Pink it. It was just well. Tierney, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah assisted well, Tierney. It was one man game, <laughs> Kieran. Um, no, no, holding playing out from the back. But yeah, I, I Pink, find it weird. Pink, I, I listen to a few guys. I listen to a lot of Arsenal pods. Really upset about the holding contract offer. He's on 25 grand a week until, until 2023. This isn't one we're going to regret. If we up him to 45 grand a week and in a year or two we go, well, you know what? He's no longer a starter. Maybe we can move. Him. We, we, he costs two million. This isn't one we're going to regret. He's twenty-five. How can you Even, be upset at him earning forty-five grand a week when there's a ninety-thousand-pound season ticket holder that, when he plays, he has the best seat in the game because all he does is watch everything go past him. Yeah, he, and he's, he's only on twenty-five. I mean, we you could up it to forty-five. Him, yeah, you want to moan at him getting an extra yeah. money? At least he plays and contributes. I think a lot oh, of people look at holding. Twenty-five grand. I think a lot of people look at Rob Holding and they look at profile and they say, "Is he a modern-day centre back?" And 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 he's not in a way. You know, he's 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 a little bit slower. He's he's old English style centre back, but you know, think, not you know John Terry. You look at John. Look at Tony Adams, yeah. right? They they, they they didn't have the modern-day profile either, but they managed to be pretty successful. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, Mike. I just say, Arsene said it years ago. You know, sorry, he didn't cost fifty million because people were talking about John Stones and all this and stuff. He's fit, you know, and he put. I can't remember what game it was. Um, um, uh, uh, holding put in, but it was outstanding. Leicester and, away. And, yeah, Leicester. Yeah, that was it. Was it the five? Was it the five-two? We beat a five-two. Yeah, that season. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, and I also said it even then, you know, sorry, he didn't cost 50 million because you're not giving this guy the credit. You know, he's come in, you know, from Bolton. They got relegated. He was the best player for them. Um, you know, and I think if he, you know, again, this 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 modern day supporter, apart from us for a cause, but he's modern day supporter who, if they're not if they're scoring goals, they're the best player in the world, and if they and they got to cost x x amount of million. You got to throw all the money at them because that that makes them good. No, it isn't. You know, you just got to look at what they do when they're on the pitch. And holding deserves deserves a new contract. You know, he's been you know for all of the defenders, him alongside Gabriel, Gabriel. You know, they've they've been you know. Head and shoulders above um, everyone else, and like I said, you know, he just gets on with it. He's no nonsense, and you know, when you put up with the likes of Mustafi and and um, you know, what David Luiz has been doing the last couple of game, uh, seasons now, you know, you know who we rather who we would rather stick with and, and move forward with. Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree with all that. Um, absolutely, um, I think yeah, he's been fantastic, and he's been the one sort of consistent part. I'm thinking Gabriel Mari, if they continue their progression on the left and hold him plus one other, hopefully, of course, it's Saliba on the right, and and I think I think I'd be really really satisfied with that. So um um as as one of a four, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to be the the star at the moment. He is, and he's doing very well, but. But he does that. We can, we can progress from that. You got to remember, we've got Luis leaving, Mustafi leaving, Socrates leaving, Kalashnik's gone. Um, these are all, you know, there are lots of people in the defensive positions that are moving on. So, um, and that, that, that's not in question. They are gone, right? We, we they are gone from, from the summer. So, so, you know, and, and Chambers very up in the air coming back from an ACL tear. Obviously, we know he has qualities too, but, um, we'll see with that one, you know. Um, I'm going to take this one. We had a, um, at SZ underscore Guna saying that Barca comes in with an 150 million euro bid for Saka sell or keep him and um, and he and he linked it to you know look at Liverpool and what they did with Coutinho I'll tell you what the difference for me is and it's a fair question um, is one 
Coutinho, he, he didn't come through like like Saka, right? There's a difference when a player come is 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 literally born into your club, right? So to believe it or not, I'm sure everyone's dream is to play for Barcelona, but this Barcelona currently. A player that's been with us since eight or ten years old, I'm not so sure. The wages won't be different. We pay high wages as it is. So I'm not so sure that the desire from the player necessarily would be what it had been in the past of, with the likes of Fabregas and all these kind of guys going. Secondly, I, I, it's just not the time, right? It's In 18 months, if he continues across this trajectory, there's going to those kind of people, they're going to be jumping in for him, right? And maybe our squad is at a point where you look at it and go, you know, we're so strong anyway, we can move on from, but this is a guy that, you know, you know, we really need for the next couple of years at least. So I wouldn't think about anything like that at this point, but it's a great question in the sense of if we, if we get to that point, no matter which way we decide with it, it's been a roaring success for the, for the, for the, the, the hail end product, hasn't it? Uh, absolutely. When my brother always goes on about, oh, the hail end lot are rubbish. And I mean, you do understand though, even if one, makes it to Saka's level one it's been a success for this era because that is huge right and it, the ones that aren't making it or a 50-50 James right the Willocks and the Eddies the worst case scenario is you sell them for 10 or 12 million 15 maybe that's still pretty successful you know I would argue that the, the unsuccessful ones are the, are, are the Balogans that will eventually go for free and that have probably been mismanaged um, or the ones that just simply weren't good enough he's, he's you know? the best kid we've had at this club since Ashley Cole in my opinion I don't know if it's the same. There's not been another one that's really... I mean, Jack Wilshere, you thought at the time, yes, but it completely, you know, it completely went wrong. But he, he is, for me, he's the best young player that I've seen at Arsenal since Ashley Cole. Yeah. No, there's no... For me, there's no argument for that whatsoever. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I just hope he continues on the trajectory. But great uh, questions, Simon. We do have one more from Bernadette about Tierney. Um, so it has to be considered as a captain. And I think we all agree with that. I think we just are saying when would that happen and when could that happen to not create issues within, you know, more drama that the you know, media would love within the club of Arsenal. And uh, it's be a year or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it a year or two, exactly. And um, I, don't, I don't necessarily think Aubameyang would mind that much, but no one wants something taken away from him, do they? So so um, it would be difficult. Um, should we do a little bit, just to, if you've got five minutes on the transfer window before I get predictions? Um, I know I've got James' opinion and Neil, and I think we all decided, Mike, that um, we're hoping anyway for an attacking midfielder of sorts and um, maybe a backup goalkeeper, a lot of us were saying, probably alone, right? Because the David Raya thing is still cropping up quite a lot in the summer. I know he signed a new contract with Brentford, but there's still a lot of talk that we're going to go back in for him in the summer. If that's the case, it would have to be a short-term loan. And I think I said earlier, you can only have two loans, can't you? As a club, you can only have two loans. So we've got Ceballos on loan. Apparently, you can only have two loans. So let's say, for example, we got a backup goalkeeper on loan. We would have to buy an attacking midfielder. We can't. We can't get another. That's what I heard earlier today. I didn't know that was true. So if I'm wrong, um, whoever said it on another podcast today. Um, you but can only loan two people from the same place. I don't know. Because we haven't got anyone else on loan other than Ceballos, right? That's our only loan, isn't it? Bear with me because I'm on my computer. So I'll um, or, or maybe you see if anyone else has got more. But anyway, while you're doing it, Mike, um, what are your thoughts on... Uh, we've already got rid of Kalashnak. We've got um, Saliba's out and I think we handled that really unfortunate. But what are your thoughts on, on the, the outgoing so far and the possible ones that you might 
expect. I want um, an opinion on you on if there's a surprise sale this window, who might it be? And um, where do you think we will sign this window? Uh, definitely agree with you guys. I think uh, a backup keeper would be would be great, especially after we saw what Renison did in this last um, performance. And um, um, definitely an attacking midfielder, um, whether that's Bundia. Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be you know, Ericsson. Um, it doesn't seem like. Well, it, there's, there's talking about um, the German, the German midfielder uh, as well. Brandt, Julian Brandt, yeah, yeah. saying that he hasn't played the last couple of games and, and what have you. Um, so I definitely think there's going to be one coming in. Like to, to be two with another backup keeper, um, and. Um, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see who, who you know, if we're serious, we, we, we probably get the keeper done first because if anything happens to Leno, then we're in, we're in some serious trouble, which again, just shows you what, the way we were talking at the start of the season, first couple of weeks of the season. And now we're talking about making sure Leno is um, wrapped in cotton wool. And I'm sure Anthony would be happy to hear us talking yeah, uh, about him like that. Um, but um, I, I think, um, you know, touching on, on the Hayland aspect of it, I think, uh, you know, it seems like Nelson or Willock will will go out the door, whether that's permanently or, or alone, more likely alone. But I think something's happened with Nelson because he just hasn't featured at all. And I, I think Arteta said he may have picked up a knock or an injury and that sort of knocked him sideways a bit. I think I was reading somewhere. Um, so maybe just to get him back on side, he might... He might you know, get him alone because obviously if Norwich let their guy go the top of the table they don't need to sell it sort of hinders their their their, their run a, a little bit so maybe Arsenal will try and sweeten them by chucking a few a couple of midfielders to you know to to, to help to help them out but I would definitely say um, as you guys said they're attacking midfielder and a, and a goalkeeper and um, I can't see anybody else going maybe Eddie might go to to Brighton on loan. Who knows? Um, sorry, James, but he might he might go on loan no, just to get him just get him some minutes. Yeah, just get him some minutes. Maybe James wants again, a sale. He wants a sale. <laughs> maybe again, it's to do with you know, like, like James said, Basuma or maybe Lamptey. Who knows? Um, you know, and and I saw on a, on a, on a an account I'm following. I'm, I, I don't know whether I'm going to expose him yet for fraud watch, but there's an account I'm following that said. Uh, Arsenal and Brighton have got quite good relations um, of, of, of late, so maybe he's trying to, you know, set something up to say that we're going to we're, we're discussing that. And if we are, that's great. Um, um, so I'd say maybe Eddie, because again, I think I've, grab him by the throat, give us the play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think. Um, um, I forgot what I first tried to thought now because you, what you said about Gunduzi. <laughs> <laughs> He's scoring but, for fun, uh, apparently. Yeah, he, he, on and off the pitch, isn't he? Um, yeah, I've yeah. heard. Yeah. Um, um, you made uh, the announcement. He's only 12. <laughs> How's he married? <laughs> What's going on? But, uh, but no, I, I, it, you know, I, I could see, I could definitely see maybe three, three or four going out with, with what's gone out already on loans. Um, and, uh, and touching on what you were saying before about the centre-back situation, I think that's probably why Saliba, they're, they're adamant on him going out and playing because next season, as you said, we, we, we've, the, the number of centre-backs we've got have just been slashed. And he, this, this kid's got to be ready to, to, to come in. But then if you say that, why don't we register him? Why don't we play him in the Europa League games? Why don't we register him in, in you know, we, we could have done that ourselves to a certain extent. So it's a bit strange, but... Um, 
but yeah, I think there'll be a few ins and outs, uh, to be fair, uh, Jack, over the next couple yeah. of weeks. Definitely halted him. So a, a terrible handling of him for the last six months, but at least we've got the loan out now. Obviously, it seemed like a paperwork issue or whatever to get him loaned back to Senate at the end, but really wasted his sort of six months of his career. And hopefully he doesn't, you know, think, oh, I can't imagine what he thinks of the club at this point. But um, because it's not, it's not been handled well, it, it would have just calmed everything down if he'd gone back for a season loan you would have gone well I didn't expect that but okay um, but the fact that he's been just basically sitting there for six months uh, trading every day but um, and trying to say that's that's that that's to his benefit is really hard to understand but nice that there was no there was rumors about purchase option very nice that you know the intention is to is to bring him back and I think we will bring him back hopefully he does well at Nice and doesn't have too big an issue I think they're about mid-table so hopefully the stresses you know he's not dealing with relegation or anything like that um Hopefully he can he can do quite well and walk into their team. I think they had an ACL tear to their right side of centre back, so he should go into that team and start. I presume that's why we're sending him there. So it makes sense. It just wish it was earlier or a few months earlier. But um, and then great that we got Kalashnikov off the books. Fair play to Kalashnikov for leaving and actually wanting to play football. That's rare nowadays with these guys on high wages that like to sit around like Meza Urzel and sit on Twitch. But um, that's that's nice. Um, I do think there's a possibility of a surprise sale. Um, and I, I, I would put, um, I don't think Niles anymore because if we've sold Kalashnik, Niles has to be our backup left back ish. Um, so, so it, you, I, I, I look at it and think the surprise sales would come Willock, Eddie or, or Nelson. And the reason I know you don't want me to, the reason with that, I, I struggle to see game time for all of them because Willock, it literally his position has been taken from Smith Rowe and backup position. I mean, let's face it, we're looking to sign in that position. So his game time is going to be even more limited. There's almost two players coming in ahead of Willock um, if he's playing in that role. Nelson's been thwarted by, um, you know, Dubai um, boy on the right and 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 injuries, I guess. And um, Eddie with Martinelli coming back and with Balogun literally likely to be on the books for six months, whether he's going or not. You, there's, a, there's an argument that even if you don't get Balogun to sign, could he play the role of what Eddie's playing for before he goes for free for six months? So if you need money, I just struggle to see Eddie getting anywhere near the amount of games he's got in the first six months as opposed to the second, unless there's an injury crisis. But, James, you, you are the Eddie. <laughs> now, if you sell Eddie and you don't sign up Balogun, what, what's the point? No, I agree with that. The problem is they've got to say that, the agent. That, that to me, yeah, that to me is just completely silly. Selling Enketia... And then not not tying Balogun down is absolutely silly, in my opinion. I just think that's and that's not me even just being a fan of the guy. I just think that's just completely silly because then it's okay. All your eggs are in the uh, the Moller, you know, the Swedish lad's basket, and we haven't even well, you know, okay, he plays academy games and some of them are being shown on streaming stuff here and there, but we haven't really seen what he can do to the full extent. You know what both of these offer you if you use them correctly. I know a lot of people go already and Ketty offers nothing. I, you know, I like to look at it a different way. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I, you, you should be in a room with Balogun now, tying down because for however much I like Eddie and Ketty, Balogun's the far superior player. Even I could admit that. Coming out in the last twenty-nine minutes. Oh. I don't know if it's reliable. <laughs> Eddie and Ketter is in talks with Wolves over a permanent move. 
15 to 20 million. Well, now, we I thought Wolves were going to striker for taking one out, didn't we? I thought Wolves were going to go and grab Diego Costa because they need a Jimenez replacement and it made sense to me that they would. And I still find it very difficult to say, to believe that that I, I know I'm being hard. I do find it very difficult to believe a side of Wolves' capability would sign Eddie and Ketty, to be honest. I, I, I'm thinking more West Broms, to be, to be honest. But um, I know they I'm being very hard. Someone, you, you they need someone the to delivery. replace. You give him the delivery, he'll yeah. suck him. Wolves, Wolves will provide him the delivery. That Ruben Neves. Like a poor man's Franny Jeffers, don't he? He's Paul Dickoff. Let's wait. No, I'm joking. Um, Jack, there's your there's your um, Hayland um, multi-million sale, isn't it? You just yeah. talked about it. Like, so yeah. if if he goes for 15, 20 million or whatever it is, then that's they'll see that as a because we nicked him off Chelsea in the end. So yeah, exactly. And and um, I spoke to my, my brother about this, and I said Liverpool sold Rian Brewster for twenty three point five million. He went, yeah, but that's Liverpool. You know, they, the people are going to spend because they're the best club in the league. I went, okay, but. Rian Brewster played zero games for Liverpool. So at the very least, Eddie Nketiah is near there. You know what I mean? Like He's played 40 games for Arsenal. He's got a few goals. He's played far more for the under-21s in England than Rian Brewster has for, for his international. So, so you know, maybe we don't get the 23.5 million because we know what we're like around sales, but 15 isn't out of the question. And, um, and if you're not, we are not, we talk about not being in contract talks with Lacazette, and that is a sign that we probably want to sell him in the summer. Well, Eddie and Ketia's deal runs out exactly the same time as Lacazette's, and there is not one word of a, a contract talk with him. So, you know, the argument has to exist alongside him, right? Surely, I mean, it's, it's the same same length of contract. Um, I think it's been mm. a really fun discussion. Um, let's do um, the, the Newcastle game. I think it's Saturday evening-ish, early evening. Um, I think it's going to be big changes. I think I think we could make eleven changes. To be honest, I think our squads kind of we could do Cedric right. Niles left, Luis, Gabriel, party back in, maybe one other midfielder that's not, but you can put Al Nenny beside him. I don't, don't want to see Ren Arson versus um, Andy Carroll. Man. Leno has to start. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. But Leno has to start, but I, I, I'm hoping a front three existing of, of obviously, William will start. But um, I've, actually, I'd, I, I, I'd put William in Smith Rowe's role for this, for this game because um, I, I don't trust him at all on the wings. So put him in the area where he runs less. And, and see if he can be a bit creative at least until we sign someone and truly bin him. But, um, but I'd do that. And then Martinelli and Pepe, I think I'd like to see. But Mike, what's your predictions? Obviously, we're, we're, we're the holders, but, um, it's a tough third round draw. Um, but what's your prediction? I think we will rotate quite heavily. Yeah. Um, I'll go 2 0 and, um, party to score. Party. Can't wait for it. I mean, there, there is, um, I was watching him in training today. He didn't look like he was really with the full group, but but he is back in full training. So, yeah. in theory, this whole week leading up to it, he should have a chance of starting for this Newcastle game. Um, and, yeah. and if he does, I mean, I, I, I'm really excited to see him because we haven't seen enough of him, really. So, um, James, what's your prediction? And uh, would you give first score, Mike? Yeah, um, party. If, Sorry, if he, party. If yes, yeah. party. Um, James, go ahead. 3-1 Abameyang. Also, but Bamiyang's going to start, is he? Yeah, yeah, he needs to, he needs to get it back, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he needs, might he start. I just wonder who who drops out in terms of the like starts. Just put him, put him down put the middle. Central and Martinelli yeah. and Pepe. Yeah, maybe. Well, like that, I, if he's not being sold, I'd do Nelson Pepe, but yeah. Nelson Pepe. No Martinelli. Oh, because you want Martinelli starting the next one. See what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's, it's a midweek Premier League game, isn't it, after that? It's not, we've not got another week to wait. Yeah. 
So, okay, I see your point. We we can't yeah, we can't Tuesday, play the same Saturday, play. Is it Saturday, Tuesday, isn't it? I think. Yes. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. 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 Yeah. Oh, well, so we Tuesday. do have a bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Neil, predictions first score with a holders. Two one, and uh, I'm going to go with Martinelli. And yeah, no. I like to see, and I'd like to see uh, Sabayas celebrate like he did the third goal against West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, I like it. He's very, very, very passionate about it. <laughs> he just he on his own, just went on the floor. Oh, I love yeah, it. I'm very curious to see who whose party's party's partner will be because I, I don't think any of those three midfielders necessarily will exist in 18 months' time anyway with Arsenal. But for the for the season, um, he's got to have one in mind that can oh, work, or maybe he doesn't. Probably play him. They announced that he's not selling him, did he? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's been rumours about Torreira coming back because Torreira, for all his pictures and everything, is playing even less for Atletico Madrid than what he was for us. So the argument that they've literally gone, yeah, do, 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 I want to send him back. Got to be. Um, right, right I think they're, they're trying to they're close, Torreira, they're trying to look for another club, aren't they? They're trying to look yeah, for Fiorentina, apparently. Yeah, yeah. For, which makes I, more sense. I think after today, he might be gone. Yes, yeah, yeah, be interesting. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm don't, trying to verify my. Think the group will like. Uh, will like what he tweeted out earlier. So I think he might be out the door. He might be out the door. Yeah. Um. I'll go. Um. Neil said. Um. Well, two one. Two one. Martinelli. Martinelli. I'll go three one and uh, Pepe. Three one. Pepe. And um. Oh god. God. But we haven't had much time to discuss him. But that is a bit of a worry, isn't it, Nicholas Pepe? I'm starting to get a little bit worried that it might not work out for Nicolas Pepe at Arsenal Football Club. Certainly not under under this manager. And when you see Saka, he's got quite a good right foot as well, Saka, hasn't he? I mean, he created the the, the, ch- the goal for Lacazette from his right foot, scored the wonder goal against Chelsea with his right foot. Um, it just really exposes how one-dimensional Pepe is, really. Because he can go both ways, can't he, Saka? He can go either side. Whereas Pepe, you know where he's going to go. And unless you're Arjen Robin. You, you, you're not. You're going to get stopped. Do you know what I mean? You've got to be as good as Arjun Robin from that side if you're going to keep going inside. Do you remember? You used to go, know which way he's going. Oh, he scored again with Robin. <laughs> with Pepe, you go Bloody well. Diver. He was a proper diver. He was horrible, wasn't he? He was, yeah. he was so effective for about two. Yeah, years. perfect. He'd too. never yeah. pass as well. That was the no. one thing I hated about him. Never seen a more greedy. Oh, like Arguably, one Chelsea that Champions League. The amount of players he could have slid in. Well, it cost him in the end because he should have won the World Cup and he missed a massive yeah. chance. And then yeah, just no, like, it's like playing FIFA without an X button, that guy. Just yeah, pass, <laughs> pass and sh- sh- chip were the only two things he had. Mental, mental. Um, boys, thank you so much. We'll be back after the Newcastle game at Purely Arsenal FP on Twitter, um, YouTube. Go to um, Purely Arsenal on YouTube. Where all of these are posted. You see our lovely faces. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Anchor. We're on all those podcast apps. Keep it. Keep the faith. We win the next two league games. I might look at the table. I might have a look at the table. Title. Never know. And uh, yeah, Lampard out as well, apparently. (laughs) 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 Lovely, jubbly. All right, boys, up the Arsenal. Take care. Come on, you are. Come on, boys. I've lost the stop recording button again. It's happened again. Oh, there it is.